This is Outspoken, the podcast that's not afraid to say exactly what you're thinking. Our names are Amy, Kate and Sophie Torber. We're identical triplets, but we often don't have identical opinions. So sometimes things can get heated. Outspoken covers all things reality TV, influencers, entertainment and issues facing women. That is so fetch. Thank you. Now, I have just been laying the law down to Sophie and Amy because we have a professional business meeting tomorrow with each other. I have told them you need to be there early. You need to not say anything embarrassing about me. Well, well, this is with your current workplace. So Amy and I, we obviously run our PR company, Hula Media and content creation company. So we are meeting with your boss tomorrow to discuss doing some videos for your (laughs) workplace, which is going to be hilarious. Yes, I did put in a very good word for Amy and Sophie. They do create amazing videos. So I'm very confident that your work will impress them i feel like i deserve some kind of finder fee for this work maybe like a 10 percent cut on the video well we have been working for three years so we have developed enough of a show rule, i think to impress your boss anyway so i, I don't think there's a finder fee that we're going to be paying do you, know, do you know what kate you're going to find that people are going to lose their shit when we come into the office because i found that when we were at seven it was just sophie and i and when you came in everyone was like oh my god there really are three of them Yeah, I have been preparing myself for that. I am looking forward to our little sneaky lunch afterwards. Mm. Well, I'm just already mentally preparing myself to be on time for this meeting because I was thrown on Friday. We had a really important meeting. And as I was getting ready in the morning, I placed my brand new Mac foundation on the table. Anyway, I took out a few bottles to the bin. I heard this smash. I raced back inside and my dog Archie has somehow smashed the bottle. He was covered in foundation. Luckily, he was somewhat the same color as it. So it wasn't too difficult to get out but I I happened to be on the phone with you Sophie when this occurred oh god, and it I can was imagine. oh my god it was hilarious she was going off her tree and I said to Sophie you have to get a video of this so you can share it on Archie's Instagram account <laughs> and it was so funny she snapchatted me and there was just this trail of makeup that just led to Archie I hope this like is okay to be tested on animals like I mean I'm not <laughs> I'm not into testing on animals but hopefully no. it's not toxic well, for Archie well the worst thing is I'm rushing to this meeting and then I had to factor in giving him a bath and cleaning this oh monstrosity Look, I've got to say, I have not given you a fake time for this meeting. Sometimes with our family. So our dad's family, his side run very much on time, whereas mum's side do not. And Mm. we've unfortunately got that gene. So sometimes fake times will be given. Mm. I couldn't give you a fake time because I had to put my bosses in the invite. We'll We'll be there. I would love to hear from our Facebook community. What are weird things that have made you late for a meeting or Mm. from being on time for work? Because I do not think it would be acceptable to rock up to Kate's workplace and say, oh, I'm sorry, I'm late because my dog is covered in my makeup. No, I've got to add one. My rabbits keep escaping every time I've got a meeting. Oh my gosh, that's an excuse for everything. (laughs) This this is an ongoing excuse for Amy. I've got to say though, when you went to Europe and I had to look after the mum and dad's rabbits, Mm. they did burrow out of the house. I'm not (laughs) lying. I'm serious. I'm being truthful. Well, you act like you're above everyone. Yeah, you do. You do. You fucking walk around on your high holes. You know what? You two don't even fucking know me. I don't want to. You crack on with your thing and you and your fucking fringe can fuck off. She's actually vile. UK-based influencer Danny Mansudi has slammed the Australian government for not allowing her to return home. The English-born YouTuber, who has dual citizenship, said she spent $15,000 on flights home, which has left her with no savings. The OG influencer's outburst has sparked backlash from followers who say Danny is only trying to flee lockdown. Before we get into it, Kate, can you tell us who Danny Mansudi is? 
Well, Danny is an OG Australian influencer, but as you touched upon, she was actually born in England. So Danny came across to Australia when she was 12 and she made the move back home about four years ago now. So Danny made it big on Tumblr and then moved across to YouTube in 2014 and she posted a lot of makeup tutorials and travel vlogs and now she's been moving into the space of mental health advocacy. And is it just me or is it that she only shows the left side of her face? Yeah, she gets a lot of trolling around the fact that she only shows one side of her face, which we pay Sophie out a lot for doing in photos. But over her time on YouTube, she's actually amassed 1.6 million followers and currently has 430 35,000 followers on Instagram. So she's a very big influencer. I would compare her to someone like Shani Grimmond. Well, like every big influencer, she's also got her own eyelash line. Yeah, it's quite funny because there's been a lot of comparisons between Danny and a lot of the OG influencers, as I said, like Shani and Shan XO. So she did bring out her own eyelash range, but there's been a bit of controversy that she stole the idea of other influencers. But we'll be getting into Danny's controversies in a little bit. But Sophie, can you give us some background information to about how this drama started with Danny wanting to come back to Australia? Well, in November, Danny started to speak about how lockdown had made her really reflect on her life. And she started looking into whether it was realistic to visit Australia, in particular Melbourne, which was her hometown. And she explained that because she has dual Australian and English passports, she's lucky enough that she can travel to either country without too much difficulty or getting visas. Well, as you said, Sophie, half her family are in Melbourne and the other half are in England. So Danny caused a lot of controversy when she spoke about how she wants to go home to England and that's where she feels most at home. I feel like she pissed off a lot of Australians by saying that. And now the fact that she suddenly wants to go home to Australia. Mm. Well, when she moved to London in 2017, she actually vowed to never live in Australia again. And back in November, when we first started hearing her speak about going to Australia, she said that even though her family lived in Melbourne, she didn't particularly want a holiday there because she hates Melbourne. She said she gets PTSD because there are so many scary people there and she feels the bullying is out of control. I do wonder if this has got anything to do with the beef that she's got with other Australian influencers. Well, in this vlog, she actually spoke about how she had cut so many people off when she moved to London, including Australian influencers. And she really used this vlog to apologize to people that she had wronged. She said, if anyone is watching this who I have been rude to, I'm deeply sorry. It seems like she is trying to actively become friends with these people again. People have seen her commenting on Shani Grimman's post. It seems like she's kind of prepping for her return in Australia. Yeah, well, how awkward would that that be rocking up to one of the influencer events and there's all these people that hate you there that wouldn't be great well i did read that she has followed a lot of australia's og influencers but they haven't followed mm. her back so it's oh, a little bit awkward burn. Now, now just to reiterate though about this vlog back in november i think it was highly arrogant to assume that she could just pick and choose to come and holiday in australia when Obviously, the UK is in a huge lockdown. At this stage, obviously, in November, people were in different tier situations and they were still allowed to travel. But was anyone actually saying that they were holidaying in Australia? Exactly. And that's what seems so tone deaf about it. She just seemed to think that because she has a visa, she could just pick and choose when she comes Mm. over to Australia. Well, on the topic of tone deaf, Danny is no stranger to traveling during the pandemic. She traveled to Greece in August for two weeks. She then went on another trip to Dubai in October for another two weeks. So she seems to be freely traveling around when Australians haven't been able to go abroad for, you know, over a year now. 
Well, we should probably get into the latest controversy and this happened mid-January. Danny posted an IGTV video entitled Let Us Come Home. Now, in this video, she explained that she had been interviewed by Channel 9 News in Australia about the fact that Australians are stranded in the UK. Now, this came off the back of Emirates cancelling all flights, including hers home. She explained that she had spent $12,000 on a flight and $3,700, which is required when you do enter a quarantine hotel. Now, she said that her savings are all gone now because of this can i interject i find that really hard to believe danny is currently living in chelsea which is a very affluent area in england she obviously gets paid a lot of money by advertisers i understand when the lockdown first happened in march 2020 that there was a lot of fears that people wouldn't be that influencers wouldn't be getting paid however we've seen by a lot of love island stars like olivia atwood that she can get paid by doing posts Mm. at home yeah, that's that's so true, Kate. Now, getting back into what she said, she started the video by praising Australia's low numbers and the way that we had tackled the pandemic. But then she counteracted that by saying she's outraged that we are now refusing to let 37,000 Australians living in the UK back in. Now, she explained that her flight has been cancelled indefinitely and she doesn't know when she'll be able to see her family, who she claims she hasn't seen for two years. Now, eagle-eyed fans have shot down these claims. She had a video up in 2019 over Christmas where she saw her family. So I'm not trying to say that a year isn't a long time not to see your family, but she is trying to refer that it is longer than it actually is. Does anyone find it strange that Nine News would seek her out to speak as talent? I mean, I would have thought it'd be pretty hard to get onto her in terms of even just sending her a DM. I found the coverage quite strange because when I Googled Danny's name, it came up with news articles, but it didn't reference mm. exactly who she was and like yeah. her, her as an influencer. Really? It was just talking about, you know, this... Australian Mm. English Um, dual citizen is stuck in the UK. Well, what made me really angry just from the perspective of an Australian citizen is how she was calling out the government for turning their backs on our citizens and basically calling their actions inhumane and saying that they are not allowing them to have basic human rights. I'm sorry, but we have allowed so many people into Australia. There has been a number, almost a year now, where people can return home. And at the end of the day, we do need to think about our safety as a country as well. We are tr- we are slowly allowing people in, but in a safe way. And, and the reason why a number of these flights were cancelled was due to the fact there were outbreaks in some of the Medi hotels. And there was a lot of concern amongst Australians that this might continue to happen and the virus might leave out into the community and we might all have to go through what Melbourne went through. Particularly when the UK strain has been shown to be more contagious and dangerous than the strains we are experiencing here at the moment. I've got to say, it pisses me off. As soon as the UK goes into the harshest lockdown it's ever experienced, suddenly everyone wants to come home. Of Mm. course, that's obviously I would want to come home, but you've had a year to come Mm. home. Well, the thing that irritated me more is she was talking about the hypocrisy of the Australian government allowing 1,200 tennis players, officials and their families into the country for the Australian Open. And she said that it seems like there's one rule for one person and one rule for the other. I'm sorry, but the whole system is based on affluence. She herself is a privileged white influencer who is throwing tens of thousands of dollars at returning home. 
that, you know, she can't then say, oh, they're favoring these, these tennis players. I'm sorry, you are in a position of power here as well. Oh, it's very hypocritical. Not at any stage has she acknowledged her privilege. And it annoyed me that she was pretending that she's, you know, being a voice for everyone else. No, mm. you've cracked the shits because you can't come home and you're now using it as an excuse that you're trying to highlight the voices of others Mm. well she said that she now has to return home because of a personal health issue which is why it is now so urgent but she hasn't actually gone into what that health issue is look i've got to understand i think when you're an influencer a lot of people think that they have the right to know everything and i do sympathize if she does have this personal health issue but a lot of people tend to think that it may be something to do with the breast implants that she got in late December. Then this is another reason why I find it strange that she's suddenly crying poor because she has enough money to get breast, Im- breast implants done during a global pandemic. Well, it is very troubling that she would get breast implants during a pandemic, especially when the country, as we've touched upon, is in the harshest lockdown it has ever been. The fact that she's chosen to have elective surgery and is taking the bed of potential COVID patients is actually appalling. Well, what's disgusting, though, is that she's claiming that she wants to go back to Australia, but she's scheduled in a breast augmentation. Yeah, when did she think she could, did she yeah, think she could fly? Exactly. It was actually quite scary because over the last couple of days, Danny has had to go into emergency surgery to fix some issues with the breast implants. A lot of followers are saying that she didn't do the proper aftercare treatment. And after looking at a YouTube channel, it does appear that she was moving around a lot. She wasn't resting. She even filmed a fashion haul showing off her new boobs a couple of days mm-hmm. after she got them. Is it true that she's got body dysmorphia? Because I've heard that bandied around a bit. Yeah, so a couple of months ago, Danny posted quite a sad video talking about her issues with body dysmorphia. And I found it quite troubling, firstly, that she has this platform and she is suffering from such a debilitating mental illness Mm. because she is super slim. Mm. She was showing off to the camera how, oh, you know, that feeling when you're all sort of, you suck in and you're all toned up the top. And then she rolled down her exercise pants and she goes, oh, but then, you know, this is what's really happening. And she literally had the flatter stomach. Mm. She then punished herself going on a run and spoke about how she's been letting herself go in ISO and eating all this stuff. And I just found it really worrying that Mm. this, I mean, I do feel sorry for her. This poor girl is suffering from such a debilitating mental illness, but then you're putting out this content for other people that may also Mm. be struggling and be copying you. That's the hard... That's the hard thing as well, though, because, you know, we all find ourselves getting really angry at her and she's, you know, seems to be being so hypocritical online, but it also seems there must be something going wrong with her mental health. So as you said, I do somewhat feel a little bit sorry for her, but also infuriated by her actions. Well, only yesterday she posted a very sad video to her Instagram story, which since has been deleted. Now we're just going to play a snippet of the video. I'm just being fucking hit in the face over and over again by life at the minute. And I've been trying to get back home to be with my family for so long because I'm not coping well. I've got these health issues. I just had a surgery a few fucking days ago. I spent $15,000 on a flight to get home. I just need to go home and I can't. I'm doing everything I can and I just can't. I personally found this video very troubling it's quite clear she's suffering from very severe mental health, which may be a reason why she is trying to return home. But I don't know. I'm, I'm so torn because 
there's so much hypocrisy and controversies that have surrounded Mm. Danny in her career. Sophie, did you want to get us started on probably what people are referring to as pug gate? Yeah, well, this one's rather disturbing. She was accused of mistreating her pug beans. In a video, the dog was kept in a dark room with poo all over the walls for 10 hours. She's also been called very selfish for getting a dog because she was previously a travel blogger. She was away a lot. So yeah, it's that's kind of what pug gate is all about. I think Puggate became so big because Jeffree Star got involved. So in 2018, Danny and Jeffrey had this massive blow up on Twitter where the pair exchanged rather rude tweets to each other, which now have been deleted. In a tweet, Jeffree Star said to Danny, you abused your dog and are a piece of shit. Anything you say is automatically invalid. Danny did put out an apology video and tried to sort of justify her actions. And she explained that it's been really horrible being having this card of being an animal abuser. Mm. Well, to add to the list, she's also been accused of cultural appropriation and blackfishing. Also, at the start of the pandemic, she was called out for very tone deaf behavior. Now, Danny believes she had the symptoms of COVID. She went to a testing site and was told that she didn't fit the key demographic to get a test. Now, despite thinking that she had COVID, she decided to go shopping all around her neighborhood and posting and posted this on Instagram. Yeah, it's just such hypocritical and really tone deaf behavior. As you said, I found it really interesting because I was watching one of her recent vlogs and she went on this rant about how reality TV stars didn't deserve the title of an influencer. And I found this particularly interesting because a couple of months ago, she started vlogging with Michael Griffiths, who is one of the uh, villains from UK Love Island. Michael. Yeah. Oh my gosh, we said that the same. That's freaky. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, if anyone remembers, he broke Amber Gill's heart on Love Island when he hooked up. Who who did he hook up with again? Oh, I can't remember. It was one of the intruders. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the blonde intruder. Uh, that, yeah, anyway, it's going to annoy me. Anyway, so it's quite interesting that she was de- deciding to call out reality TV stars. We'll put a little bit of her rant in. I just don't understand how tone deaf some influencers are. And I also hate the word influencer because... For me, I look at the world as a whole and I just find it tone deaf. Like some of the content that I'm seeing or some of the stuff that I'm seeing, it just is like, hmm? I strongly feel like people confuse reality TV stars and attractive people slash models as influencers. An influencer to me is not someone that has been on a TV show and then is promoting like teas and waist trainers and weight loss shakes to me. That's that's not influencing me. That's I just wish there was more of a definition of like that's a TV personality. That's a TV star. And an influencer should only be used and categorized to people who truly use their platform to influence. I found her conversation regarding the definition of influencers very interesting. Firstly, it seems pretty hypocritical that she's saying because she's some OG influencer that she deserves a certain amount of respect, particularly when she has been involved in so many controversies. She's now calling out reality TV stars like Love Island stars for going to Dubai when she was in Dubai in November. Mm. It's like she's shitty that she missed the boat and couldn't get to Dubai during this lockdown. I can see where she's coming from in terms of, I feel like the term influencer is now a kind of offensive term. Well, yeah, as she said, it's got a lot of negative connotations attached to it but at the end of the day she is someone that has added to the, that yeah. negativity oh, yeah for sure I, I reckon she's saying it because she's probably shitty at michael from love island well i feel like 
she's annoyed because she obviously made it big when the market for influencers wasn't that saturated. Like it's very oversaturated now and she's having to compete against people that have made their following overnight where she has been working for seven years. However, I've got to say, it kind of seemed easier back in the day to get a following. Like, you really didn't have to do much. Looking well, at her videos, she was just an attractive teenager that used to put makeup on. Well, the thing is, I suppose the argument to that is it is so easy to become an influencer now in terms of you appear on Love Island and you've automatically got a million followers. Yeah, and I think that now she's having to compete with those people. And I feel like this, you know, 2020 and going into 2021 – has been a really hard year for influencers. People are now, not only do people have the time to sort of monitor them and and look into their behavior, but it's sort of that gap between normal people and influencers is really huge. Mm. The fact that these influencers can afford to go to Dubai and they sort of are using all these loopholes and that they are, you know, doing their lockdown in a mansion as opposed mm. to doing it tough. Well, has she seen any repercussions for her latest outbursts on Instagram on Social Blade? Well, very interestingly, she has lost 4,200 followers over the last 30 days. But Mm. I dug a little bit deeper into her profile. And since November 2019, she has lost 48,000 followers on Instagram. So to put that into perspective, she has 435,000 followers at the moment on Instagram. So since November, she has only been losing followers. Mm. She has, I mean, obviously she may have gained a few, but the amount of followers she's losing have cancelled those all out. I find that super interesting. I feel like, is this when we're going to, as I touched upon, this has been a really hard couple of years for influencers. Mm. Is this the decline? Is this the Mm. end of Mm. these type of influencers? I've also noticed that she has a huge number of subscribers on her YouTube account, so over a million, yet she's only been getting around 20,000 views on all of her videos, which just doesn't add up. Well, I'm sorry, but to answer your question, Kate, my heart does not bleed for these people at all. I think that there needed to be a takedown of some of these people because they just think that they're untouchable. They think that they can do whatever they like and there's no repercussions for their actions. I'm glad that as a society we're saying enough is enough and we're actually expecting influencers to be good influencers and actually have something going on in their lives other than you know obsessing over themselves look i couldn't agree more and i actually think for danny's mental health that she should be taking a break from social media i mean i just can't believe darling you that you value that tight ass viper tongued thin lips talking hypodermic over our friendship darling no but i don't Eddie. it's just that she's got me in this moral dilemma Pats. Yes, sorry. You have no morals. Let's get into the influencer rap. So can you start us off with Sky Wheatley's latest controversy? Well, on Friday, Sky Wheatley finally released the gender of her baby with a very elaborate video montage. Well, it wasn't really a secret for many people. A lot of people thought she was having a boy because she was actually meant to announce the gender a couple of months ago and it sort of mm. seemed to drag out and there was talk that Sky really wanted a girl and it was mm. a bit disappointed. Yeah, it did seem like she was a little bit disappointed, but maybe she's now come around to the idea. Now, in the video, we saw Sky, Lockie and Forrest lying on a picnic blanket in their property. Then this drone flies over the top of them to reveal that they're surrounded by blue balloons. Now, as soon as this video was posted, fans drew parallel between her gender reveal and influencer Desi Perkins' gender announcement video not too long ago. I've got to say, 
I don't follow Desi Perkins myself, so I hadn't seen her video, but I was actually very impressed by the quality. I thought Mm. it was a really beautiful video. I then saw Desi's and was like, oh, wow, I can very much see the similarities. Is it just me or does anyone else have a little laugh when they see these professionally filmed videos of Sky? Because you can just tell that Lockie is just over it and probably doesn't really want to be there. Oh, he has very much been coerced into being Mm. in the video. I do find it funny as well because Sky's content is very much raw and honest and mm-hmm. open so it is funny it seems like this sort of fake um version of sky mm. that's very much for her instagram group yeah. and then on her instagram mm. story she's just going rogue all the time yeah mm. well what caused a little bit of controversy is celeb spellcheck put up a post saying they're having twins and shared the videos alongside of each other now sky took great offense to this branding celeb spellcheck as a bullying platform this is what she had to say about them it brought to my attention that Perkins did the same gender reveal like from the bottom of my heart I honestly had no idea that she did that I actually only just started following her I think around the time she was like pregnant or had a baby but I never saw her gender reveal anyway I'm going to attach the original inspo video where I got my inspo from because celeb spell check the bullying online bullying inspo is back at it saying that I've full done like a rip off of rip off of Desi Perkins. But to be honest, we all get our inspiration from somewhere. Can I just say it was hilarious because I was trying to catch up on this drama when I was in the car driving with Reese and I had it playing out loud. And halfway through he said, Look, I'm gonna have to get you to turn that off. I cannot stand hearing any more of it. He's like, I don't understand why these people take themselves so seriously and care so much. He actually had to turn the radio up so he couldn't hear it any longer. Well you could hear Lockie in the background of the video too. I think he was well and truly overhearing about it. Now Sky talked about the fact that, you know, well why do I bother doing videos like this if I'm gonna be called out? It's like um, you do them because you're generating engagement to your page and it's your brand. It's also very self-indulgent to put a yeah. video up like and, and think, oh, you know, I'm doing it for everyone else. I mean, no. people would have been happy if she did something like Sky, um, like Steph Claire Smith and just, sh- you know, had her own gender reveal mm. at home, which I think is what she did with, um, with Forrest. Yeah. Well, I did think Sky's Insta story was quite interesting because it did raise the issue of whether Celeb Spellcheck is a platform for bullying. Now, I do not think that it is a platform for bullying. I think that the owner has been very ethical in the way she has handled the constructive feedback. She now moderates all of the comment section because I do think the comment section was where a lot of issues were arising from. I just don't get it because how is she bullying? She's literally taking a screenshot of what an influencer has put on their own profile and pokes a little bit of fun Mm. in it. It's very tongue in cheek. It's all a bit of fun. All she said in this particular post was they're having twins. I just don't think that they're used to being called out. I think they're used to living in this like fantasy land. I feel like saying, can you just let us normal folks have something where we can have a little bit of a giggle about some of your outrageous antics? I am getting so sick of influencers playing this bullying card. As you said, it's like no one's allowed to say anything about you without saying that people are bullying you. Yeah, you it's put like, your whole life online and yeah. they're happy to be paid for I it. I think you reap the reward. I mean, I'm sorry, but if Sky didn't appear on Big Brother and didn't become an influencer, she probably would still be working mm. at Zafra's. No, what is it called? 
Uh, the- she was at a coffee shop, wasn't she? Yeah, that's. Mm. I, I, it's funny they don't actually have it in Adelaide, so oh. I think it's something. It's, something, it's probably mm. like bloody Chibo in Adelaide. Yeah, yeah. But you know, you'd probably be still pouring coffees. You wouldn't be able to afford these luxurious mm. houses and cars. So mm. you've kind of got to take take the, the good, good with, the, with bad. the bad. The thing is, as well, like if she just responded with, you know, oh that's funny, or didn't take herself so seriously, I think people would laugh along with her as opposed to the people that seem to be laughing at her. Yeah, she's now pissed off more people by taking herself so bloody seriously and it's kind of sad because she's taken what should have been a positive announcement as a bit of a negative well the most interesting thing to come out of the instagram story is she did confirm that she's reached out to desi and desi did in fact come up with the gender reveal idea so i mean that's all celeb spellcheck was saying yeah well i've got to take my hat off to celeb spellcheck on sunday she put out a post saying hi everyone as you know i have started moderating comments on my posts i'd also like to ask that we keep the laughs in-house So when somebody features in a post, please don't go and DM comment nasty things directly to that person. I can only control what is said on this page. However, I don't want to be responsible for someone's comment section being flooded with references to something I've posted. Thanks for understanding. Let's move on to Sarah's day. Now, she did a QA and a on her Instagram page last week where she was asked by followers how often she gets recognized by fans. Now, I found this so interesting. She responded by saying, we get noticed around once every 30 minutes or so. If we're out at a park and then go out for lunch, we usually stop for around five photos and wave back to 10 to 20 different people or groups. I think what makes this so surprising is the fact that she lives in Cronulla. It's not like she's out in the city in Sydney or Brisbane. Cronulla's pretty big though. It is a big town, but I mean, it would be very interesting to see where her demographic comes from because every 30 minutes she goes out, she's being stopped. She'd be so noticeable though. Can you imagine? I mean, because she hangs out at the Blackwood Pantry. I'm sure that's where most of her followers see her. Well, the funniest thing is that you do watch her YouTubes and get the vibe that she's just a regular person. You know, it's funny that we don't see on her YouTube her getting recognized by all of these people because it kind of makes her no longer relatable or the girl next door. Yeah, I mean, how many times would celebrities get stopped and asked for photos? Because that seems like a hell of a lot of times. And I wonder if it's because she does seem so approachable Mm. that people were willing to go up to her well it seems like sarah has been a little bit shy to be vlogging in public recently i wonder if it's got anything to do with the fact that so many people approach her Mm. and she doesn't actually want to be approached well she has become so controversial in recent years i do wonder if it is people starting to recognize her that haven't actually followed her before it does make me think though considering she is getting a lot of negative attention if all of those people coming up are positive experiences mm. well she did talk about how she mentally has to psych herself up sometimes to leave the house because it is quite overwhelming it would be really difficult also having a toddler because she spoke about how she gets really nervous that fox is going to have some sort of tantrum in front of a group of people well moving on to shani grimman and she has announced that she's been involved in another special project but this one was a little bit disappointing well Too Faced have released a limited edition range of its mascara better than sex and they've chosen five different beauty influences to design its packaging i found this whole marketing campaign very underwhelming of course it's great that they used five top australian beauty influences but to to get them to just design the packaging like that's not really going to make me want to go out and buy the mascara well to be honest I, I do think it is clever to engage five top beauty influencers because i mean we are all talking about it now but in saying that i think that they are trying to move the better than sex brand into you know 2021 it, it does seem like a very 2015 brand so i think that by changing the packaging it is freshening the brand up a little bit i just don't think it's enough i mean beauty tutorials aren't really a thing that many influencers do anymore and that was obviously a really easy brand alignment for Too faced to get their makeup out there but they've got to do something different 
I would love to know what the return on investment is in hiring those five influencers, because I'm assuming Shani Grimman wouldn't have just done the design for free. Of course not. And for the fact that she and other influencers promoted it on their Instagram stories, that again would be mm. a fee that would have been worked into this agreement. Do you think that they even had anything to do with the actual designs? Or do you think that they were just told, oh, this is what your bottle's going to look like? I feel like they would have rung them and said, like, what vibe do you want to go with? I mean, Shani Grimman literally just did a nude colored box with not much on it. <laughs> Sorry, that sounds so rude. A nude colored box. It would have just been, they would have just sent three designs and said, which one do you like the best? That's what it would have been. We're talking about disappointing. Did anyone see Hannah Orville's new clothing line? Yes, I did. I actually saw Chloe Zepp, who's basically Hannah's sister-in-law, promoting a very basic looking gray oversized jumper and matching shorts. And I'm like, what is this crap that she's promoting? I then went onto the website and they are charging, well, Hannah Orville is charging $65 for one of these jumpers. And it literally, I could not believe it. It looks like the most basic crap that you could get from Cotton On. Is it just me or does anyone find it a bit cringe when these products come out and these influencers are in these super serious videos where they're pretending to be like high class models? Oh my God. If anyone goes on the website, it's hilarious because there's a photo of Hannah Orville standing there very like stunned mullet. And then there's this video of her like, again, with the same facial expression, maybe blue steel is a better Mm. description. Um, Just like showing off this very basic jumper. It feels very Emperor's New Clothes. Mm. Why is every influencer now a fashion designer though? That's what I don't understand. And why is it the epitome of fashion to design just a white tank top? But just back on the videos, does anyone else think it's a bit alienating to people's audience to suddenly be acting so high fashion when people follow you because they like to see your life and the behind the scenes of it? It just seems odd to me. Well, it's kind of like when Sarah's Day has her fashion campaigns and she tries to model too much it's like your personality you're not a model and then with sarah's day like she is someone known for you know healing her skin and she then wears like a shit ton of makeup Mm. that you're not used to seeing her in particularly when it's for workout clothing i mean i'm not surprised though that hannah has gone and released her own clothing range she's obviously seen the success of chloe zepp's activewear i mean chloe zepp's raking in money from that activewear line she's hoping it's obviously hoping it'll have a similar success Mm. yeah well, talking about the Orville family, there are some rumors going around that Mitchell Orville and Reese Hawkins are no longer friends. So the pair actually hosted a podcast together and now they're not following each other on Instagram. Mm. Yeah, well, I was really disappointed when this podcast ended. It was called Two Open Books and I really enjoyed it because it was kind of refreshing to hear men discussing, you know, in-depth issues and their feelings. But yeah, it all did kind of end quite abruptly, which has led to a few people kind of looking into whether they are friends anymore. Yeah, I found it very interesting. A lot of people have been saying that Reese Hawkins has changed a lot since London fell pregnant. Now, you would have thought that that news would have brought mm. Mitchell and Reese together, considering that Mitch and Chloe have just had Artie. Well, we did see Shani Grimmond and Chloe Zett become friends again. So you never know. Once Reese has had the baby, we might see a friendship the friendship back again. Well, to wrap it up on some nicer news, former bachelorette and journalist Georgia Love, as well as Keep It Cleaner founder Laura Henshaw, have both had their hens parties and they looked like absolutely amazing events. Well, both of the girls are, of course, from Melbourne, so it was nice to see them finally be able to celebrate in the lead up to their weddings. Both have had to postpone their weddings and their hens parties, so it was nice to finally see it all coming to life on Instagram. I've got to say, Georgia Loves Bridesmaids did an epic job. So for those who missed it, they decided to host a bachelorette-themed 
hen's party. So Georgia was greeted with a limo and a date card <laughs> and each at each stop they had different date cards and she had to change outfits and it just looked like so much mm. fun. I love the detail that her sister went into. She even found champagne glasses. You know those red, pink and purple glasses? Mm-hmm. She even found them to have them during the day as well for Georgia. Gosh, I would love to know where she got those glasses from because I would really like to invest in some of those bachelor, bachelorette wine glasses. I think she actually got those glasses from the producers. So they stole them off the set. <laughs> oh, wow. So they're like custom made or something. Mm, you can't buy them. Yeah. This this reminds me of the Christmas vacation glasses that we all want to buy. Oh, the yeah. moose glasses. Mm. Well, Laura's looked equally as nice. The setting was just beautiful. It was a winery and it was absolutely decked out with beautiful pink flowers everywhere. It also looks like they've celebrated in a glamping tent. Yeah, I was very much enjoying Steph Claire Smith's post of Laura's sisters jumping around and dancing to old school songs. It looked like they had an amazing night. I I saw those last night too, and it looked like Steph Claire Smith was drunk, but obviously she's not because she's pregnant, but she looked like she was having a lot of fun. <laughs> it's funny because she quite often pays Laura out for her terrible dancing, so I did love catching a glimpse of Laura dancing in the background. Yeah, I think her sisters also are a bit of dorky dancers as well, <laughs> judging from those Instagram stories. Well, I think that's all we've got to time for today thank you so much for listening and we would really love to see where you're listening from if it's on a walk with your dog if you're cooking in the kitchen because really word of mouth helps our podcast spread and we would love if you can recommend us to your friends and family and we'd also love if you could help us out by leaving us a five-star review we do a work full-time and this is our side project so we'd love the support 